Welcome to 7 Days to Play, your weekly mobile game review program. I'm Edwin. And I'm Sam. What we do here in this podcast is we challenge each other to a mobile game. And we see how long we actually play for, hence the name 7 Days to Play. Snappy. I like it. I feel like every once in a while we forget to remind people how the rating system is done. So, you know, every once in a while I like to remind people what seven days to play is actually about when we say like oh you know i played it for you know like blah five out of seven days it's it's kind of you know it seems like a rating but it's not a rating (laughs) (laughs) it is the world's most confusing rating system i will admit but maybe that's what makes it special uh and for the past seven days uh i have selected for us to play league of legends wild rift wild rift why is it wild? Why is there a rift? So, okay. <laughs> Sam is like, how do I explain League of Legends? Okay. Yeah. So in order to explain League of Legends, I need to go back into the history of like World of Warcraft. I mean, not World of Warcraft, but like Warcraft 3. I don't want to get into that, right? I'm glad I'm sitting down is all I can say. Yeah, there's just a, you know, a big franchise of games called MOBAs, which I still don't know what it means. Here, let's look it up quickly. Oh, let's do it. MOBA. Multiple online battle arena arcade games. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of a generic name, but there is a particular type of game uh, that MOBA refers to as like there are three lanes on a map, right? There are usually five players per side, usually like live players. You each control a specific character um, that has special abilities and you guide your character along the way trying to defeat the other side's base, essentially. That's what a MOBA is. So there's lots of iterations Mm, of MOBA. It all started out with a, you know, a map, a custom map on Warcraft 3 called Dota. Uh, That became super popular. The the Dota MOBA. Yeah, Yeah. I know about it. And it became so popular that it became its own game. People were playing that rather than Warcraft 3, right? And then it became its own game. And then people started making other versions of the games, like League of Legends was one of them. At the time, there was also another game called Heroes of New Earth, uh, which was also another mobile game. League of Legends just became the clear winner in terms of popularity. Now it's huge. It's like one of the biggest games in the world, having like multi-million dollar pool competitions, you know, esports, everything, right? And uh, mm. Outside of its popularity just among like um, a PC environment or like a desktop environment, I think it's also playable through uh, MacBooks and Macs and all that stuff. Um, I guess the company thought, hey, why don't we... And this is from Riot Software. This is like the, a big game company now. Um, and I'm sure they were thinking, okay, how can we get this into more players' hands? And so they came up with this, League of Legends Wild Rift, which is, uh, I think it's their first release outside of the PC... Uh, and mm-hmm. desktop environment into like mobile hands of a MOBA type game from Riot, right? There have been other MOBA type games on on the iOS environment or like Android. Mm-hmm. But this is the first from Riot. And uh, I believe it's called Wild Rift because there has been a rift in the world in the story or something that allows people to to transport other characters into the game and i think it just provides an avenue of backstory right and i think the idea here is to do a similar thing what fortnite did with portals and like 
capability to bring in characters from other franchises, and I think that's what they're going to do in this game, right? Um, so the reason why I say that is because Wild Rift is a 2021 game that's available on iOS and Android, but I believe it's also slated for Switch and PS5 and Xbox, which is very smart. Now, are there recurring characters in the League of Legends um, universe? Yes. Like, are the characters we see in this in this game are like, ah, oh, it's old Bobby Spellfingers. Yep. Ah, <laughs> I love her work. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's really convoluted, mainly because all the characters like have their own backstory, right? Like mm-hmm. they look a certain way and they behave a certain way, <clears throat> and it really all stems from the fact that. They were characters that were initially made from Warcraft 3, right? So they're like Mm. the little character models that when you're making a custom map, right, you're not going to be in there in a 3D program um, creating a custom character, right? So they just get, oh, this imp that's used on like for building, building the buildings. Let's just use that person, make it a little bigger and then call it a character, right? And so you have this imp you have like a jaguar, you have like a dragon, right? You have a knight, you have a, a sorcerer, and they've created like all these retrofitted retconned like backstories into them. And in order to have that continuity and like familiarity of characters from that Warcraft 3 map to its own game, what places like League of Legends did was they essentially created a similar looking character right with similar abilities but called it a different thing and made it look slightly different and so you have like this huge mishmash of characters like there's a teddy bear and then there's like a girl who (laughs) looks like harley quinn right it's like yeah so they have their own retcon back characters but it's very deep you know it's over like 20 years of character development from live journals right (laughs) oh and deviant art maybe exactly (laughs) it does have a very um mid-2000s deviant art aesthetic so (laughs) that's yeah initially like when league of legends came out like i think i was initially not so keen on it because it did have that very strong deviant art flavor right but ever since then i think the company has actually doubled down on really good artwork Uh, And so everything is like so polished now and looking at the implementation of the mobile, because it's been a while since I played like the desktop version. um, I'm just amazed at like how far it's come, right? Like you can tell they have like proper UX designers. You can tell they have like world-class artists that are working on their properties now. And it's come to a point where like I look at it and it's just like, wow, this is actually, the artwork is very, very good. Wonderful world of Warcraft. I mean, (laughs) that's what I like to call it. The wonderful world of Warcraft. Let's play some wonderful (laughs) world of Warcraft. (laughs) A wah wah wah. (laughs) The wah 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 wee wow. I know this is a pretty complex game to get into. Um, It really is. Yeah, kind of makes more sense now that you've explained that. There's a whole history and legacy of like, oh, the board is a certain way and like it's this is a thing that's set up, you know, you have these lanes and it's a whole thing that people know about because I was quite bamboozled. Yeah, um, and I can tell. And I was very curious as someone who might have 
not known what the heck a MOBA is to what you're supposed to do in a MOBA. Um, yeah. To what your experience might have been. It could either be, okay, it was really hard to get into, or I just gave up. <laughs> I found this very difficult to understand what the heck is going on. Uh, <laughs> I think I may not... I think I'm still trying to not die in the second tutorial. Mm. I mean, you have four attack buttons as, as just to even start with. That's just totally overwhelming <laughs> to right. remember what all of your four attack buttons do. I know that's. I mean, the tutorial, the first tutorial was pretty good and like sets you. Okay, here's the range attack. Here's the um, the like deploy your little sta- stationary attack minions. Um, here you can level up here's something to do but of course that just goes completely out of your head as soon as you're in some kind of battle scenario i mean the screen is i mean i've got a reasonable size phone i mean what's actually happening on screen is tiny Mm. (laughs) like it's completely uh, indecipherable as to what is actually happening on the screen Uh, maybe you can zoom in nope you can't zoom in too as far as i can tell um so it often feels like a bit of I, mean, I guess it's deliberate, but like it has that kind of bullet hell feeling. You're like, whoa, what's going on? I have no idea. It's just a smash of uh, explosions and uh, chaos and people shouting chaos, at each other. Yeah. <laughs> right. 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 And I have no idea what's going on. Um, Ally has been slain. You're like, what? Who? <laughs> yes. Oh, oh my gosh. Can we talk about her? Hello. Ally <laughs> has been slain. Uh, this is how British people talk. It is. There must be yeah. a certain. Well, yeah, that is how I talk. <laughs> Hello, can you pass the butter, please? I want some toast. Uh, it's very strange, the voice acting. And the, I got really curious about the fact that this is obviously a a big industry game, right? It's probably like one of the most popular games right now. And to squeeze that into an experience to attract new users, right? Like, how do you make that? How do you really streamline that experience into a point where you get the nuances of it, Right. Not only that, like you're trying to squeeze down all these controls that's normally available on like a desktop environment to something that's palatable on a touchscreen or even like a controller, right? Um, Yeah, that was something that I was really curious about. Overall, because I do think I had the history and the context of like what the game is about. Like I generally knew what to do. And so I was able to easily translate how I would normally play into gestures that I thought would be pretty intuitive. And it turns out like, hey, these are actually smart choices that they've made. But for someone who's not even familiar with that, um, I can see how this can be completely baffling. (laughs) Right. That is actually quite a good description. Completely baffled. Uh, That kind of reflects my my feelings of this. Like confusion and bafflement. Uh, That is actually one one of the spells I cast. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> just to trick everyone out there it's something i do edwin it's something i do on a daily basis <laughs> just guile and trickery all around edwin just to get away with things um but yeah like normally when you see something that's kind of like an artifact of like a bigger industry or like a bigger thing was that noticeable when in your interaction with this game i think in hindsight now that I know that it's part of a whole mm. thing, it's like, oh, okay, like, it certainly feels like in the tutorial, they do some hand-holding, but it's really not like, oh, we need to explain this from the beginning. It's There's a lot of kind of assumed knowledge, I think. Right. Um, just in terms of the layout uh, and kind of what your character can do and the fact that it's a co-op 
of what the objective is is still a little mysterious to me. Um, like, mm. sure, beat the beat the people who have their health meters in red. Um, I've actually not got to the end of the of a of a of a round in the tutorial without dying yet. Um, so gotcha. I'm still like, oh, uh, I guess it's probably like capture the flag or defeat all the enemies. Perhaps it's uh, to go to the other enemy's base and destroy their like home base crystal. But in order to do that, you got to first destroy the turrets that are in your way okay. in one of the lanes that you're on. Right, I see. And there's yeah. sort, of, sort of like an assumption that like, oh, if you're a solo kind of character, then you'll take these lanes. If you're like a group attack, then you'll take this lane. Yep. Yeah, there's like... So there's definitely roles in this game that's not clearly explained by the tutorial as well. Mainly because like I think they set you off with like a character that you choose, right? And then I feel like depending on what character you choose, it could either branch off in different ways. Uh, but yeah, there's usually like a solo person. There's like a high damage person. Um, and then there's like, yeah, there's different roles. There's like a healer, a support, right? Yeah. And then there's like a jungler, which is like, a person that totally goes and not in the lanes at all, but like just goes around in what's called like the jungle areas and levels up. Right. So levels up just by itself. And so the thought there is like by the end of the game or close to the end of the game, it's going to be the character is going to be so beefy that it could just carry uh, the team to victory. I do like a beefy jungler. It's very deep. It's very complex. Lots of analysis done on games like this. Lots of, you know, professional people out there doing calling on calling out like like an esports thing, thinking of strategies and all that stuff. Yeah, so it's it's definitely there, uh, and I can see how it's very difficult to get into. So we get to the three by threes, three easy passes and three cash tolls. <laughs> <laughs> Little New Jersey highway joke for you there, right? <laughs> um. So first of all, I have to say like. The, the presentation and packaging of this game is top-notch, right? Like, if you, if you want to see, like, the production and the quality of, like, a top-notch A-plus, triple-A-tier game on mobile and what that entails on, like, a pretty fair free-to-play package, like, I say definitely check this out. You know, this game is there for you to get into for free, right? And I think the, the monetization efforts are actually very fair because you can completely play this for free for a very long time before you actually put down any money on it. Yep. Um, you unlock characters by playing, but you can also unlock characters by giving money. But I say even the characters that they give you for free are totally fun and playable to begin with. Uh, and so if you want a great good-looking, free-to-play experience on mobile phone that actually handles really well and is one of the most popular games out there, um, give this a try. It's League of Legends on your phone. It's pretty wild. Rift! Wild Rift. Um, yeah, you kind of touched on kind of my, my feelings as well. Like, it looks it looks great. It's super polished and slick. Um, if you have context and know what's kind of going on, I feel like the tutorial does a pretty good job of uh, at least introducing you to the quirks and uh, foibles of, of the mobile version. Um, and it seems like there's a lot of game there. Like I've spent a week and I haven't even got past the tutorial, perhaps more reflective of my abilities and really how big the game is, but it seems like there's a lot to uncover. And I guess you play against other people at some point against real, real humans yeah, so there are choices. You can play against other humans uh, or you can play against the AI, but 
in either of those choices, you're still playing together with other people. So oh, you okay. always have live people join you on your team. Right, right. Yeah, I like the co-op. Co-op games I am a fan of. Even if you are co-oping to battle other people, it's still, uh, I still like the team-ups. So second good point for me is I was really concerned about how the controls would be because normally on a mouse and keyboard, especially for a game like this, uh, you need to be very accurate with your point and clicks in order for you to really succeed in this game. Uh, but they've made some really smart decisions on how to translate this into a mobile phone. I think, you know, I think they definitely looked at other games that are also doing this. Um, there is this other game called, I forget what it's called. It starts with a V on mobile. That's also a MOBA. Uh, but yeah, I think they've made some really good calls on really keeping this friendly to the touch devices. And I actually had no problems playing this on my phone, although it is like an iPhone Max, right? Yeah. Um, I'm very curious to see how it works on like the PS5 and Xbox when that comes out or even on the Switch because I think having those button controls might actually be better and easier for you to actually do those special moves. But overall, yeah, like really, really fluid controls that, that I didn't have problems with. Third good point, you know, it is a complete game. It is something that feels like there's so much that you can dig into Uh, Whether it's just the lore of the characters, strategies that you can look into, unlocking characters, playing co-op, playing AI, playing real, playing ranked, leveling up, even choosing different skins for your characters, choosing different backgrounds. Like, it's really the full League of Legends experience, or almost the full League of Legends experience on your phone. Um, And I think overall, like, the packaging is absolutely amazing. So lots lots for you to really sink into. And if you want something that's deep, and engaging, um, this is definitely the, the game that you should check out. On to the cash toll lanes, aka the bad yeah. points. Uh, for a novice or casual game player, I think like the lore and background is pretty impenetrable, uh, even to get started. Uh, it seems like mobile isn't a mobile version of, the, of a MOBA. A mobile MOBA. A mobile MOBA boba isn't the <laughs> best way to get acquainted with the uh, uh, the game genre. Uh, I think just because it's a tiny screen, there's a heck of a lot crammed in there. Um, understanding the actual background and the historical context and kind of expected, there's a lot of expected knowledge. I think um, for onboarding, which I realize is a is a tough. Um, it's a tough line to tread, right? Like you kind of want to, hey, allow, yes, new players can come in and understand what's going on, but also people who have been playing this stuff for years can also come in and just, you know, get get a, uh, get, get to grips straight away. So it's, um, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on here, um, mm-hmm. uh, which is daunting to, the, to a casual player like myself. Yeah, I can totally see that. It's definitely overwhelming. And I think they did a lot to really try and compensate for that and giving you like starter characters that are simple and easy to get into. But overall, like, yeah, if, if I didn't know how this game would, was played, even though the eye candy and like the production values of it are very high, I would have had a hard time really trying to understand the value of this game because the first times you play it, it's very taxing and it's very stressful. Um, yes. Also, the fact that it has 
live players, I think is very stressful, right? So mm. for me, like my, my primary bad point is that it's a super high barrier to entry, right? Like the gameplay time is long. It's like 10 minutes to 20 minutes per game. If you drop out of a certain game or if you don't perform well, like you can actually be shunned by your co-players, which <laughs> oh no. is a pretty popular sentiment around this game, right? Like it's known for its like toxic players. Oh no. So if you have any background environment on what the what the player base is like that might detract you i think they did a pretty good job in trying to cover up for that but overall like yeah the high barrier to entry i think is probably the biggest negative point for me my next bad point is um yeah like while the ui and everything is done really really well i think there are lots of times where i felt like hey this is actually a good opportunity for me to learn about how to play these characters uh, and each character has four special abilities that you kind of have to get to get used to in order to play. Like you have to know how their special abilities work because everyone's is different. Um, and the fact that it's like a touch screen and it's kind of like this weird like tap and swipe motion on that you do with like the attacking. It wasn't really clear how to actually implement some of those special moves. So there's like this I was using this one character that kind of looks like a Harley Quinn character. I forget her name. But there's one move where it throws like rockets on the lane, on the ground, and it's supposed to block your characters. But whenever I did it, I kept shooting it behind me for some reason. (laughs) Well, that's embarrassing. Uh, Rather than in front of me, like behind the opposing enemy player. So just like, you know, getting used to that kind of stuff or or even understanding what the features are without actually using it was really tough. Because like, are you normally like you'd mouse over it? right and and or like see like a help screen or something like that that was kind of just like hard to get to um but yeah like i think it's it's a very small screen with lots of stuff in it so if you want to learn how this game actually plays you might have to watch tutorials for this a small nitpick uh was that i use the sign in with apple uh, could log in because of course because you have to have you have to log in. Um, you kind of play through the, t- the tutorial and then you get the the login wall. You sign in with Apple. Accidentally clicked the default date of your date of birth and then was locked out of the game because it turns oh, out no. fetuses cannot play this game. <laughs> um, and so I had to actually uninstall the game and reinstall it, and then it would allow me to then oh. reselect a new birth date that was not today. Uh, so that was frustrating. That's a big boo-boo. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's that's kind of, yeah. The default date is today's date, so yeah. that's kind of weird, right? <laughs> right. So, yeah, that was just a, another barrier uh, in my lane uh, to success. Right. Oh, and you have to choose a name as well. Oh, I hate that. You have to choose a name for your character uh, before you can proceed. That's always like I was able to yeah. just log into my Riot account, of which course. I already had. So you love Riot. But but the thing is, um, yeah, I think there are separate accounts. There are separate, like, sort of, uh, like, it's not my Riot profile that, that's used for proper League of Legends. So there is some kind of separation there. It is still yeah. my same account, but it's not, like, the level that I am on League of Legends. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, so there's that separation, which is good. I gotcha. So Panda Queef Road again. Luckily, <laughs> once again. <Yes. laughs> oh, the the, the kingdom of Pandaqueef <laughs> <laughs> will rise. Final seven day rating, Edwin. 
My final seven day rating for League of Legends Wild Rift was a three. Um, just found it very difficult to get into it. Um, big, uh, steep learning curve. Didn't really understand what's happening. Frustrating. Died a lot. I don't think this is a game for me. Yeah, I would agree with that uh, for your assessment. For me, it's a five out of seven days. Um, I really liked it. Uh, I think it's definitely something that I'm going to continue playing whenever I get an opportunity to. Only thing is, right, um, if I want to actually play a League of Legends game, I have the option to play it on my PC. Um, but at the same time, I, I do think this is kind of a different flavor. It's a little bit more casual. It's a little bit slightly more quicker. Um, the reason why it's five days is because the games are pretty intense, right? They're like 10 minutes of pure concentration, um you kind of have to be on your toes right like you have you're playing against other you're playing with and against other people um so you can't just drop out otherwise you actually get negative points or like negative clout uh within the game so yeah there's a lot of pressure right it's a lot of it's a big grapefruit but i think uh, i definitely enjoyed my time with it we'll probably play more um interested to see how this works out for them uh, in general, yes. Watch this, but I would, I would, yeah, I would, I would recommend it um, yep. as like a free, awesome game, especially if you know what a MOPA is to begin with. Exactly. <laughs> well, Sam, that was your choice, uh, so now it falls to me to pick up the mantle for Game Selector. Mm. Selector, thank you, Sam. You have seven days to play Fancade. Oh, F A N C A D E. The fan made oh. arcade. Hmm. Mm. I'm just making sounds. I don't yeah, know why. I know. That's all right. That's essentially what the podcast is make sounds into a microphone, <laughs> record sounds, perfect, distribute sounds. The fan made arcade. Fan made arcade. That's quite fun to say out loud. Another sound to make into a microphone. Sam, before we go, do you have a thing of the week? I do have a thing of the week. It is also game related. So I recently have been playing more PC games because I have a huge backlog of games that I wanted to finish up so that I, I can say s- because I have a huge PC. But <laughs> well, that too. Uh, uh, and I wanted to play like these newer games, but I always feel guilty because I haven't played these older games. And so I finished up one of the older games. It is Control by Remedy. Mm. Control is a, I believe it's a 2019 game. Oh, so not like uh, old, from, old. Yeah, yeah, not old, old. Just old enough to where like I was feeling guilty because it's a great game and I haven't been playing it. But you are Jesse Faden. You control Jesse Faden, who is kind of like this uh, woman with psychic powers. And you're in the, uh, I think it's called the Federal, Federal Bureau of control Federal control bureau or something like that um in like this awesome brutalist looking building in the middle of manhattan that you happen to only find because you have these psychic abilities and it's kind of like a cross between twin peaks x files Hmm. um but like a shooting adventure right um so i had a i had an absolute blast playing through that i think i must have finished that in about like a week's time um Highly recommend it. If you ever watch like a Let's Play or, you know, uh, a commentary version or a non-commentary version on YouTube as you would, Edwin, uh, I'd recommend (laughs) it because like the story is actually pretty cool, right? It has like these things called objects of power, which grants Jesse these different um, 
powers, but they're all like, you know, it's like uh, an old Smeg refrigerator that goes out of control. And then once she touches it, she like absorbs its power. Or like, okay. Yeah. Or like, um, there's like a merry-go-round horse that's an object of power that she then, you know, like it grants her like special powers or something like that. It's, it's very cool. Like, I think it's so unique in the way that it tells its story um, that I really enjoyed it. And like the visuals are absolutely amazing. Awesome. Control on PC. Or on your most popular consoles, latest generation consoles, except for the Switch. And that is our show. Sam, you have seven days to play Fancade. The fan-made arcade. If you have any gaming suggestions, tweet us at 7 Days to Play. If you want to listen to us some more, find all our back catalogue on Spotify by searching 7 Days to Play. 7 Days to Play! 7 Days to Play!